This is Dr. Lewis Blevins podcasting from San Rafael, California, and reviewing our fourth drug in the series of five medications used to treat patients who have Cushing's disease. Today I'll be covering a drug known as Pisiriotide. The trade name is Signifor and Signifor LAR. Signifor has been available for injection for a number of years now. It's taken twice daily. Signifor LAR has been approved for a couple of years and it's taken by injection once every 28 days. If you review the literature, you might find some old studies referring to a drug known as SOM230. That's this particular medication. Now, this drug is a somatostatin receptor ligand in that it binds to a somatostatin receptor. It turns out that in patients with Cushing's disease, the ACTH-producing pituitary tumor cells express the type 5 receptor. And it's not present in all tumors, but it's present in most to some degree. In a fraction of patients, this drug, when given, binds to that receptor on the surface of the cell and inhibits the production of ACTH, which will lower cortisol in patients with Cushing's disease. This is the only FDA-approved drug to treat Cushing's disease that acts at the level of the pituitary gland. Let's first talk about the Signifor taken twice daily. This is a medication that's usually given as 600 to 900 micrograms twice daily. In one study, the urine-free cortisol was normalized in about 25% of patients, and the um, improvement in cortisol was seen overall in about 40% of patients. So not everybody's going to have a response, but if you have a response on this medication, that's tremendous. In one study, long-term follow-up with a little bit of what I would call selection bias uh, showed that about 70% of patients can maintain control long-term on this medication. Because of the need to take this drug twice daily, uh, the company's developed a long-acting form of this drug that can be ejected every 28 days. And in studies that have been done looking at the efficacy of long-term action, it's about a 40% overall control rate, which is excellent, I think. That's similar to the numbers that you'll see in patients who have acromegaly uh, using a somatostat receptor ligand. It's overall about a 40 control rate. Like most drugs, this drug does have side effects. The predominant one that we're concerned about is that this can worsen blood glucose levels. Uh, In one study, 40% of patients with Cushing's had elevated blood glucose levels at baseline, and then during the study, that rose to about 85%. In another study, 87% of patients had hyperglycemia. The other side effects uh, seen in patients with somatostatin receptor ligand uh, therapy include gallstones, gallbladder sludge, maldigestion, malabsorption, bradycardia. Those have been seen in this uh, uh, group of patients treated with these drugs for Cushing's as well. One study, as I recall, suggested only about um, maybe 40-45% of patients who 
had hyperglycemia in response to these medications needed to be treated. And should that happen to you, there are articles out there that talk about the proper approach to the management of hyperglycemia in response to this uh, particular medication. So you should review that with your physicians if you do become hyperglycemic while on treatment. I've used uh, the drug in about four or five patients with Cushing's. Uh, probably half my patients normalize their urine-free cortisol excretion rates. Uh, one developed diabetes of, of that uh, four to five people, and one developed severe hypoglycemia. The diabetes, of course, is due to inhibition of insulin secretion, which uh, uh, enables uh, the uh, glucose levels to rise because you're not disposing of glucose well. I believe that my patient who developed hypoglycemia had it as a result of inhibiting glucagon levels and then uh, could not uh, uh, produce uh, glucose from the liver. In both patients who were treated just temporarily, uh, the uh, side effects of hyperglycemia and uh, hypoglycemia resolved. To date, I haven't used this drug much in patients with uh, hypercortisolism, but I think it's something that I want to consider more as I review the different drugs in the armamentarium of treatment and uh, the different ways that we can use drugs singly or in combination in attempt to normalize cortisol levels in patients afflicted by Cushing's disease. Once again, this is Dr. Lewis Blevins of Pituitary World News. Have a wonderful rest of your evening.